Hi, my name is John, and this is my good buddy, Andy. You're listening to Packers Blitz Podcast, the podcast for fans done by two diehard fans who survived the dark times of the 80s of Packer football and lived to talk about it. This podcast is dedicated to the greatest fans of all, Packer fans. So, really exciting. Andy and I are doing our first ever mock draft round one so we are goody and lafleur and murphy and whoever's involved and andy and i are going to get it right right andy yep we're <laughs> going to be bringing it we're going to be bringing it today john <laughs> so we're going to without further ado we're going to get right into it so we did it a little differently than most people do it because frankly we Andy and I have sat through enough drafts, and you Packer fans have sat through enough drafts where we're like, here's the guy you should take, and then he goes off the board, and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> you know, come on. But my first draft pick, and Andy has a rebuttal to this when he gets the hits, but my first one, if we pick offense, and now that's a big if, as we know, the Packers don't pick offense, especially a wide receiver. Our last one was Javon Walker back in, what, 2004 or some ridiculous. 2002, John. 2002. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> okay, great. So with the 15th pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Green Bay Packers select Notre Dame tight end Michael Mayer. Woohoo! <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, boo. You can really hear boos and claps, right? <laughs> so why did I take him? First of all, he's a popular choice in all the mock drafts. If you look, it's between him and we'll, and maybe if we do this, um, change our picks here later, which Andy and I would discuss if we're going to do that when we get closer to the draft. They're, they're picking either the guy from Utah tight end or the guy from Oregon State. And uh, – but here, this is why I want Michael, good old Mikey, is because one, and I and I think this is a big deal. He can block, <laughs> okay, and that's the main thing. Uh, like Andy and I in our last podcast, uh, last episode, uh, we talked about who we're going to keep and who we're not going to keep in our free agents, and I said. No to Mercedes Lewis, or he could get him cheap, maybe. And then um, the other tight end, Robert Tunyon, I was like, no. And guess what? <laughs> Robert Tunyon's contract expired on Monday, uh, and I haven't heard anything, if, what they're doing with him. So he can block. He can catch passes. He has all the qualities to become a quality starter which that's what we need back in the good old days with Favre and Shamura. I mean, that was awesome because you could see immediately if Favre get out of the pocket, oh, I'm looking for this guy. Oh, I got Shamura. And guess what? <laughs> you look at Mahomes and Kelsey, I mean, they're just synced together. They're just this perfect uh, synchronization of uh, – tight end and quarterback and that's what if and we'll get to this at the end of the episode because we want to focus on the draft if rogers comes back 
this is the guy because he's going to get in there. He's going to mix it up. He can block. Um, the real big thing about him, the negative thing is one, yeah, he's got to polish his, his route running, but that's, you know, that that's you, you really get that at this level. Um, and really what I got from NFL.com, Lance Zerline, he said that Meyer, this is a direct quote, Meyer, uh, Mayer might be, might need to polish his route running to become a high volume target, but he's a safe pick and that'll be a good pro who can become a plus player as a run blocker and pass catcher. And starting out, what he's going to need to do until he earns, well, Rogers trust, if he comes back, is really going to be that safety blanket for love if he's our starting quarterback, right? So we have no idea what's going on, right? But either way, he, like I said, he's a safe pick. We can bring him in day one, put him out there, and, you know, really get someone um, that's really going to make a difference right away. And especially in our run game, we've got to get back to running the football and get back to, like Andy and I have talked about, you got to be able to run, especially the football in, in the later half of the year. And he's a big kid. I watched him at Notre Dame, and I've watched some of his um, you know, scout work, you know, stuff on YouTube. Yeah, he's he reminds me, and Andy's going to get into this more, um, he's not Travis Kelsey, <laughs> by far no. Uh, but he's, to me, like a Mark Chimur. Mark Chimur, if you remember, did not burn you down the seam. He didn't burn you like Kelsey did, but he found an opening, got open, and got that first down. And that's what we need. So that is it uh, for my first pick on offense. And before hey, we get hey, John, to can Andy, I interrupt for I'm, just a second? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so that that tight end from Oregon State, Luke uh, Musgrave. Uh, yeah. he's a junior, six six, two hundred fifty pounds. There's several Ooh. prognosticators that predicted possibly him as well but when i when i looked there weren't too many offensive players that these prognosticators were picking mm. uh, for the packers to select so it was kind of yeah. weird because there are a lot more defensive players than offensive players uh -huh. and you're spot yeah. on the majority of them and i'll get into this later picked uh mayor uh, but also another uh, guy I just wanted to mention uh, was Anton Harrison. He's a tackle from Oklahoma, mm. um, one of the top tackles. That was another yeah. one that they were uh, had the Packers selecting possibly. Yep. But <laughs> but we we know, and I'll get into this later. That usually doesn't happen. That we pick many no. players on offense in the first round. No. So, so then no. uh, we're really uh, looking forward to listening to uh, who your pick is for the Packers on, on defense. Um, yes. Thank you, Andy. So <laughs> I know Packer fans, you're going to go like, wait a minute. We already tried that and it, it has worked out. Um, so with the 15th pick, this is if I go defense in the 2023 NFL draft, the Green Bay Packers select Miles Murphy edge Clemson. Now, you're probably going to say, wait a minute, <laughs> and Andy will kind of, you know, he'll, he'll talk to us about this pick. Here's the thing. He's like Rashawn Gary, <laughs> almost the same size, physical attributes. He is a beast. I mean, when I was watching this tape again on, at uh, Clemson and everything, 
he is almost, in my opinion, the same as Rashawn Gary in the sense of, yeah, he, he doesn't get a lot of production in college, but man, if he can do what Rashawn Gary did in his third season, uh, which was this year until he got hurt, wow, that would be a heck of a bookend. You put him next to Preston Smith, uh, you put him next to, you know, um, with uh, Rashawn Gary, hopefully Rashawn Gary comes back and everything. Um, you're really going to have, tr- and then, you know, you have Quay Walker, um, and you're really going to have a nice, really nice core there of young players and, and veteran players to really get after the quarterback. Um, so here's the quote on him. Uh, he's physically and physicality and length to set the strong edge, which guess what Packer fans, what do we always say? Somebody set the edge so that <laughs> running back doesn't go around us for 25 yards or worse yet a touchdown. And his ability to convert first step explosion in the power. So, like that was exactly Rashawn Gary at Michigan. You, you saw him, he could set the edge, and it just that first step he got off, man, you were like, look out, this kid's going to be something. But he just didn't have the numbers. Just like uh, Murphy, just like Gary, uh, his production is concerned. But, like they say, it's the same question surrounding Gary. So, Here's my two cents with these two picks, and then I'll let Andy uh, give his. So either one, you're going to go safe, and you're going to go, okay, I'm going to get Mayor or someone similar to him, and I'm, I'm finally going to break the mold. Now, with Rodgers, if he comes back, like Andy and I talked about in our previous podcast, you have to be all in. And this is an all-in guy. This is showing Rodgers. Hey, look, we got you a young, strong, tight end. You know, he's going to make a difference. If we go defense, which we could, um, Murphy makes a little more sense because our defensive line, what was our big thing? As soon as Rashawn Gary went out, we had zero pass rush. That last game against Detroit, it was like, what? (laughs) Somebody sacked the quarterback. I mean, anybody. We just couldn't, you know. Uh, get the golf, and you know, he isn't like he's this Mahomes or you know whoever who can run out there. And, and no, like he's a statue for the most part. So those are my first two picks. Andy, let's move on to your picks and your comments on mine first. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, both those are really good picks, John. I just don't know whether either one of them is going to be there when we pick. Um, Mm -hmm. so, um, but we're also, um, that, that varies so much. Uh, A lot of these, uh, really good NFL gurus that, that work on the (laughs) NFL draft, nobody can really, you know, predict what's going to happen. So, um, there is a possibility either or both of them may fall to us, a distinct possibility. So, um, good call on both those. Uh, Miles Murphy was actually, I, I saw out of the rankings, he was ranked number one. Uh, the number one edge player, defensive and outside uh, edge player. And uh, so, you know, good call on that. And then uh, uh, Mayer is, uh, was also, I believe, uh, ranked number one tight end. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if they, either one of those guys fell, fell to us, um, you know, that, that would be great. Uh, that would be yeah. a, a good possibility for us to pick, pick them. 
And I'd be happy with uh, Mayor being being like Mark Chamara. He was he was an yeah. awesome player for us, yeah. and I would be more than happy with that. I just don't, as as you're about to find out, I don't know if either <laughs> of those two are going to happen. But okay. I've got some uh, alternatives. So here we go. Uh, so Let's so as it. as diehard Packers fans know, John knows, I know, everybody knows all too well. <laughs> the Packers have been drafting defensive players. A yeah. lot of them lately. Yeah, seven in, in first the first round. round. Yep. And then I'm going to say something that everybody already knows too. In fact, according to Garrett Podell with CBSSports.com, here it comes. <laughs> Green Bay has not selected an offensive skill position player, running back, <laughs> wide receiver, or tight end in the first round since 2002. <laughs> when it shows Florida State wide receiver Javon Walker with the 20th overall yeah. pick. The last time the Packers took an offensive skill position player in the first round, <laughs> Toby Maguire's <laughs> Spider-Man, that's the first one, was the world's top grossing movie. And so that's a direct <laughs> quote from Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. Uh, I did want to just throw in there, and we'll probably go over an hour because of it. I just want to say William Defoe is great playing the sinister yeah, Green Goblin. Uh, Sam Raimi is an awesome director; he's excellent. Yes, and he uh, Danny Elfman even <laughs> did the score, and he's a musical yeah. genius. I just want to say Boingo, I love Boingo. I love Oingo Boingo. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, I figured I'd bring that up. Nice. Uh, so Packers fans, more than 20 years of mm-hmm. drafting no offensive skill players proves that the Packers front office believes that Hall of Famer Brett Favre and future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers could do more with less talent. However, <laughs> one could argue, and John and I have on numerous Packers Blitz podcasts, that the Packers have squandered some of Favre's and Rodgers' best years by not surrounding them with more talent on offense. So it's pretty awesome, John, that I actually got through that because my my blood pressure went up a little bit. My heart rate Uh went up a little bit when I was was talking about that. Yeah, okay. So, so John, any quick thoughts on that, especially especially your thoughts Uh on the first Spider-Man movie? You got any thoughts on that? Oh, Spider-Man, the first one was pretty good. You know, I didn't mind that. I know the new Spider-Man. Uh, I can't think of the kid's name offhand right now. He's pretty good. Um, but my only thought is why they haven't drafted a receiver that high. Is because I think it's always funny. After the draft, there's all these statistics. Once you take a receiver, like number one or, you know, in the top ten or whatever like that, most of them fail. <laughs> and in fact, it usually takes two to three years for a receiver driven uh, drafted in the first round to become a player or basically contribute. It's some, we'll have to look up the stats sometime, but it's not a great number. <laughs> it's not really good. So I understand where they're coming from. But on the other hand is like, look at Mahomes. He won that Super Bowl partly because of him, but he has so many targets. It's like, <laughs> you, how could you lose? I mean, and, and look at Philadelphia. They have a run game. They have a nice um, 
receiving core. They have a great offensive line. They get a tight end like a Kelsey. Oh, man, Philadelphia. Look out. They're going to be solid. So that was just my quick thoughts. Um, so I will let you draft now. Or, excuse me, talk about uh, my draft a little bit more. So. Just a little bit. Yeah, just like uh, wide receivers don't always pan out in the first round, neither do tight ends, but I'll get to no. that in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so on offense, who do the Packers select with the 15th pick in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft? If you're listening to John yes. or <laughs> countless NFL mock draft, draft experts, the Packers' first round selection would be, drumroll please, <laughs> um, that would be Michael Mayer. Mayer, tight end, tight end Notre Dame. Uh, Mel Kuyper Jr., who's been an ESPN analyst and who has appeared on ESPN's annual NFL draft coverage since 1984, picked him for the Packers. He thinks Mayer will uh, be the Packers selection at 15. And so does his colleague at ESPN and NFL draft guru, Todd McShay. And at least 10 other prognosticators had the green gold selecting Michael Mayer. And those were ones that I just saw. So I actually counted and wrote them down. I had several uh, <laughs> articles and several things that popped up on the internet and on my phone. And there were over 10 of them that picked mm-hmm. Mayor to the Packers. And that was by far uh, the most of any player. Uh, Pro, Vo- Pro Football Focus called Mayor one of the highest floor players in the draft. John mentioned mm. that before. He yep. caught 70% of his contested targets. Yeah. And I yep. was watching a video of him making a one-handed grab. I can't even believe he even caught it. Yeah. Um, he dropped uh, only four passes the entire year, which is great. Yeah. And again, like John said, excellent run blocker. Right, run And blocker. so, you know, on the Packers, Mayer can be a dual-threat tight end uh, that they have long needed in Matt LaFleur's mm-hmm. offense. And with Robert Tanyan and Mercedes Lewis likely gone, Michael yep. Mayer would have a chance to be a rookie starter. So, John, is, John you're spot on. I just don't know if he's going to be there again. Right. Um, however, however. <laughs> this is why... This is why it would be most unwise for the Packers to select a tight end at 15 or even in the first round. So according to Wendell Ferreira of zonecoverage.com, and this is from him, recent history suggests uh, that teams should not draft tight ends in the first round. These are the tight ends drafted in the first round in the last 10 years. I'm just going to rattle these off as quickly as yeah, I yeah. possibly can, not to bore everybody, but in 2013, yeah. Tyler Eifert, Cincinnati Bengals, 2014, Eric Abron, Detroit Lions, 2017, OJ Howard, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 2017, David Njoku, Cleveland Browns, 2018, Hayden Hurst, Baltimore Ravens, 2019, TJ Hawkinson, Detroit Lions again. 2019, Noah Fant, uh, Denver Broncos. 2021, Kyle Pitts, Atlanta Falcons. And again, that's a direct quote from him. So those are the litany of players of tight ends that were selected in the first round. So, so far, none of these players have warranted a 
Oh. First round selection. Kyle Pitts is the only one that still has a chance. However, even he has regressed during his sophomore campaign yes. after having a stellar rookie season. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, arguably the top three tight ends out there. These are my rankings. <laughs> Travis Kelsey was selected in yeah, the third round. George Kittle, fifth round. And Mark Andrews, third round. All were selected in the third round or later. In fact, even Dallas Goddard uh, from Philadelphia mm. was delect, uh, selected in the second round. And Darren Waller was selected in the sixth round by the Las Vegas Raiders. So neither yeah. of those were selected in the first round either. So the strategy in the NFL draft has typically been to wait until day two uh, to select a tight end. Uh, the NFL execs know that drafting a tight end high is a risk, a risk too great to take. Yeah. And then uh, Goody's track record uh, so far has been to select a tight end in the third round or later, just to let you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so John, did I convince you not to take a tight end? <laughs> and so, so, so I want you to, before you say anything, remember right, 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 back right, right. in 2000, oh, no. when the Packers selected tight end oh, Bubba no. Franks with the no, no. 14th pick out of the University Bubba. of Miami. <laughs> Bubba, I get tackled by one guy and I fall down. Franks. Um, exactly. Yeah, did you, so, so what do you think about the tight end? Take uh, take one so, or not take so, one? Take mayor okay, or not? So, so here's <laughs> the thing. I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. But my thing is, you know, well, first of all, he's probably not going to be there. Uh, but if he is, here are your choices, right? The defensive, and if we draft defense again, that's eight first-round picks <laughs> on the defense. That defense better be like Chicago Bears 85 or Baltimore Ravens 2000 defense because it's a lot of draft capital. So here's what I, I – I get what you're saying, and you got me slightly convinced. However, where are we going to get a tight end in this draft when most of them are going to slip off the board by the time we draft again? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like yeah. – I do roll the dice, <laughs> roll, roll the dice and get um, mayor. Now, Bubba Franks, if you looked at his film at Miami, he was he could stretch the offense. I mean, if you go back and look at it, you're like, how did this guy? <laughs> why did he stink when he came to the Packers? Now, part of that is the offensive mind of the coaches who were there. They didn't use him appropriately, number one. But number two is. He was not a tight end to block, and we've seen that a million times when we were watching the games. And we also saw that he wasn't a guy that's going to, like Kelsey or whoever, beat somebody up. But all these other guys drafted in the last round always make me think of Aaron Jones. <laughs> I don't know why I know he's not a tight end, Andy, but, but like Aaron Jones, we took in the fourth round, and when we took him, I went, who? <laughs> Who is that guy? Well, he'll be cut. And then look at him. Not only has he been a great player for us, but he took a, which we'll talk about later, took a little pay cut. And, you know, because he wants to stay. And I'm like, that is an amazing. So I don't know. I'm going to say right now, 
just for your benefit, if they don't take him and he's still on the board, then I want to see what your pick is because <laughs> it better it better be, be uh, you know have him go to like Detroit or something down the line or whatever other team and become like the superstar. Then I'm going to be like. <laughs> so anyway, that that you, you kind of convinced me. So yeah, who let, is your let, let Detroit take them at eighteen. We pass on them at fifteen, and then they take them. So yeah. they haven't had a so good who, draft record, you know, drafting yeah. a tight end number one either. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so John Ebron, Packers fans, yeah. if I were Packers yeah. GM, I believe that the Packers should take Quentin Johnston, wide mm. receiver, TCU. I like he that. may not be there either. <laughs> no. So my reasons for selecting Quentin, uh, the number yeah, one here. reason, the top teams in this league, league typically do not win because they have a great tight end, running back, or offensive line. Yeah, they win right. because yeah. they have two things in common, a franchise-level quarterback and excellent wide receivers. Sure. The Packers need more receiving depth and mm. offensive playmakers, period. Yes. Second reason, Quentin Johnston, and I'm going to keep saying Johnson, but it's Johnston, is a yeah, physical yeah. freak coming in at 6'4 and 215 pounds. Green Bay loves big-bodied wide receivers. Sterling Sharp. And unlike <laughs> former 6'6", 265-pound tight end Bubba Franks, <laughs> One tackle. Bubba he Frank. is difficult to bring down thanks to his amazing strength and balance. And a lot of uh, articles that I read on him, they kept mentioning strength and balance, strength and mm. balance all the time. Mm -hmm. So I figured mm -hmm. I'd bring that up. Yeah, bring that up. He is also, this is the third thing, he is also an effective downfield threat with his ability to outrun defenders. Because of his large frame, he could help the Packers red zone offense. Yes, LaFleur and Goody, that is an area that the Packers must approve upon. Yes. And then the last thing, fourth thing, drafting Johnston and playing him alongside Christian Watson could allow the Packers to utilize Watson's skill set even more in the offense. Quentin Johnston would be a major upgrade from Alan Lazard, who could not prove that he was a number one or a number two wide receiver. Mm. So, John, what do you think about my Quentin Johnston pick? So, I love this pick, but the reason I didn't pick him, he's not going to be there at 15. <laughs> he is, to me, Sterling Sharp Jr. When I see him and his freaking big legs, <laughs> and I see him just run down the field after he catches the ball, I'm like, what did Sterling Sharp had a kid? <laughs> like, is that his kid? I yeah, mean, Sterling had an incre incredibly yeah. thick neck, too. That, that guy definitely worked that, out. That, Him and his brother and must remember, have worked out together. And you and you <laughs> and you remember Sterling Sharp's balance. Remember, he would get hit, and not that the guy bounced off, but he get hit, and then he'd kind of like just go around the guy. And then good luck when he gets in the open field trying to tackle him. It's just not going to happen. I mean, you had to get a safety and a linebacker and a corner and just push the guy out of bounds. Uh, it was a real shame that his career was shortened. I still, and this is kind of off topic, but I still think Sterling Sharp deserves to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. That's my opinion because he was, at that time, 
was the most dominant receiver for probably two, three years in the league. I mean, there's just no, it was just, you couldn't do anything against him. And we won games because of him. <laughs> Where Favre would just throw it up in the air and then Sterling Sharp would come down with it or he would just smash somebody at the goal line and get in. Um, so I love that pick. I I would do, I can't do a backflip, but if I could do a backflip, <laughs> I would love that pick. Is it going to happen? No way. <laughs> it's not going to happen, Andy. We're in a dream world because this would make most sense if he dropped to us. Um, but I love that pick. Just well, the funny so. thing, John, is there are a lot of people in the Green Bay media and other people that were having the Packers select him. So mm. I was kind of going off of what they were saying, too, that he might fall. But, I, you know, I think you're right. I, I don't think he's going to be there. No, uh, I don't see it. Uh, because a lot of the reasons I just gave. <laughs> That exactly. wide receivers are becoming more and more valuable yeah, and yeah. valued. And so, yeah, I wouldn't expect him to be there either. A lot of uh, people think he's the number one wide receiver. Um, and I hope he's there, though. <laughs> so yeah. I, I just hope he is. That would be awesome if he it. was. So just if you just look at the draft order, so, like, the Bears, they're probably going to take a defensive player or maybe quarterback, Texans quarterback, Cardinals need offensive line, Colts need quarterback, Seattle um, maybe, but, like, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Eagles, the Titans, who all draft, the Jets, all draft before us. Ugh. Dang. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> We're gonna. We we're gonna. Know. Sw- we're now gonna switch to defense. defense. So, so who do the Packers select with the fifteenth pick? So, if you're listening to the majority of the NFL draft experts, that would be Brian Branch, mm, defensive like back, it. Alabama, six foot tall, hundred ninety three pounds, four four speed, great tackler, uh, great against the run, can play multiple positions, nickel corner and safety. He's ranked uh, number one safety by NFLDraftBuzz.com. The other one that they're saying that we might select over and over and over again, (laughs) Lucas Mm. Van Ness, defensive lineman. He's an edge player from Iowa. He's six foot five, 275 pounds. I don't see that. Just just letting it know what they said. Um, Yeah. So very interesting, very interesting. He never started a game. He's a rotational player. Uh, he's only 21. He's a redshirt sophomore, uh, but he is a playmaker. He's got uh, 10.5 uh, tackles for loss last season, and he got gets a lot of pressure on the quarterback. He had six sacks. He has a lot of raw power and a relentless motor. Uh, so those two players they were thinking we were going to take. Hmm. However, <laughs> if I were the Packers GM on defense, I would select. Yep. Here we go. John Tyree Wilson. Tyree Ooh. Wilson. Defensive oh. end. They also consider him a, possibly an off, uh, outside linebacker and uh, edge rusher from Texas Tech. Hmm. Wilson. Wilson. Not the volleyball in the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks. 
Tyree Wilson could eventually replace Preston Smith on the D-line. He is an even bigger version of Preston at six foot six, two hundred and seventy-five pounds. Woof. Daniel Jeremiah of the NFL Network has him going mm. to the Arizona Cardinals at three. However, mm. if he falls to the Packers at 15, that could be a good thing. Jeremiah states, this is him saying, there's a lot of love for Wilson around the league. His combination mm. of size, length, and production has teams very intrigued. There are two things that you need to be successful in today's NFL. On offense, you need a quarterback that can pass. Mm. On defense, you need to get pressure on the opposing quarterback. Tyree Wilson can do just that for the pack. He has five positive qualities, and I'll let me list these off quick. He has the yeah. size to dominate, gets into the backfield with a lot with his amazing athletic gifts, plays with an edge. John will like that. Plays with an edge. Yes, thank can play you. with his hand in the dirt or thank standing you. upright. And heck, he can even play pass coverage on occasion. Nice. Luke Easterling from USA Today Sports says that Wilson has a better chance of being, and this is his quote, one of those rare special playmakers off the edge. Hmm. Although Miles Murphy is ranked number one in many draft rankings and was selected by John just a moment ago, he's number <laughs> one in many draft rankings at the position and picked by some as a more NFL-ready prospect. I So I will agree that the Packers' greatest defensive uh, need is defensive end and edge rusher. Yeah, And so Miles Murphy is a great pick. It's, he's a much safer pick. However, <laughs> Tyree Wilson is currently her. ranked number two and has a long-term upside. The Packers' yeah. defense needs to get to the passer and play better against the run. Tyree can help against the pass and the run. Tyree will help the Packers' D turn it around in 2023. This is a similar strategy that the San Francisco 49ers took in building their number one defense. Draft the D line in the first round over and over and over and over again. Goody needs to follow a blueprint that works. The San Francisco blueprint works. John, any comments on the uh, Terry Wilson selection that yeah. I had? I mean, your, your selection of, of uh Murphy is is brilliant. Um yeah. I'd be happy with either player if they yeah. either one falls to us. Um oh, that'd be nice. And I think we're in lockstep there with yes. with uh us needing to get more pressure mm -hmm. on the quarterback. Yeah. Uh have be better against the run. And I think that starts up front. So I would be yep. really happy if we took a defensive lineman yeah. with our pick. But so here's the thing with that. Um, everything you said reminds me of Clay Matthews. <laughs> Remember when Clay Matthews was drafted, even though at USC he was on a loaded defense and he was not a starter per se until his, I think his junior year and then his senior year he did pretty well. Um, 
And you remember that. I mean, um, so I look at like, can this guy come in and be like a Clay Matthews when he wasn't hurt, right? Where here he comes over that edge and, you know, he was flying, catching people. And could you imagine, you know, like I said, having him, uh, Tyree, and then Quay Walker, Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark. Uh, maybe we get a couple other, uh, you know, pieces in there. Ooh, man, that's a heck of a defense. You're going to be coming at you big time. But I don't think he's going to be there. <laughs> so if he's not there, you have to trade up. And if you're going to trade up, that means Goody's going to have to do something he normally doesn't do. And even though I, I, I take that back, Andy. Last year, he tra he traded the two um, second-round picks for Christian Watson and moved up, and everybody was like, oh, that's a terrible trade. <laughs> like, no, it Christian wasn't. Watson went to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he caught on, right? Yep. So will he do it again? And he did it for Jordan Love, which Jerry's out, right? Been through that a million times. Will he do that again? Will he say, well... We got to build our defense, just like San Francisco, because San Francisco just has been killing us in the in the playoffs. So that's a good pick, though. I love that pick, and I, and I love the receiver from TCU. Uh, I just don't. I don't see Quentin Johnson there, but I would Brian yeah. Branch out of all the picks is the pick. I go, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so anyway, what were you saying, Andy? Yeah, they, they uh, compared Tyree Wilson to Alden Smith. So it's funny Ooh, that we brought up yeah, San Francisco oh, because yeah. Alden Smith was a fantastic player for San Francisco. He got got off track a little bit in his personal life. Yeah. And, wow. But he was a, a, a beast on the edge, yeah. a really great mm -hmm. player. And they mm -hmm. liken him to Alden Smith. And if you watch uh, – video or tape or whatever you want to say with that it's in the olden days tape um tape. <laughs> i watched a four four or five minute video and he looks just like alden smith did mm. um and so so if he's the player alden smith was mm. uh and then wouldn't get into all the trouble that he got into and yeah. played for us that would be pretty awesome yeah, there because we go. alden was a generational talent he just never mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. totally made it in the nfl no he just so, had a head full of bad wiring right but miles um, murphy great selection i think either one of those two i'd be really yeah. happy oh. with so Dude. the thing the thing is john i just want to mention this to all the packer fans out there uh, john put his picks in first and i try not to look at them but i did <laughs> so <laughs> Um, to give John a little bit of credit, I didn't totally go off of what, uh, what John, who John had picked, but John, uh, made a really good selection with Miles Murphy. So either way, Ty, you know, Tyree Wilson, oh, Miles Murphy, Murphy, either one fine. Um, yeah. and, uh, the, the selection that you had of mayor, another good selection. I agree. Uh, I, I just, those players, there's a good possibility. None of them are going to be there when, no, we, when we there. select, but. We'll, we'll we're going to stay positive. I'd be happy with any of the guys that we had mentioned um, yeah. because that those are going to be good fits for the Packers, mm -hmm. and that's that's the key too. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
And, but, and I like, yeah, and I like the kid out of Iowa, but when I watch Big Ten games, he sometimes got lost. Like, you, you, he wouldn't even know he's on the field, and that's not good. <laughs> and, but yeah. when you did and see him, he on was the field, not a starter, he'd never correct. started a single game. And for, that, at Iowa, and, and the thing that is, they, they but a lot of the people are sl- having the Packers select him, and I'm like, uh, you know, who is this guy? It. Oh, he's just a great raw talent, and this and that. Well, we don't, we don't need raw I, you talent. Know, we just need talent. <laughs> yeah, I don't. We don't need a project either. We don't need a and project, we do, and Thank we need you. somebody that can play all, all yes. three or four downs yes. would be nice. Yeah, so. Talent. Crap. You know, and again, that's that's a lot like Rashawn Gary when he first started out. He wasn't yeah. playing all the time, but no. as he got going, mm-hmm. man, that mm-hmm. guy is just an awesome player. Yeah. So that concludes the first round. Andy and I, we were going to talk about um having a second round, maybe third round. We'll talk about that. But it's it's been fun. I love our picks. So let's move on to Packers news and notes. I will start. <laughs> Andy, you, okay. you have everything that I wanted to talk about except just one thing. <laughs> and I love, and we got to get to yours because you, you did a great <laughs> comment about the Aaron Rodgers thing. So everybody knows Aaron Rodgers is my guy. He's always going to be my guy no matter what happens. But I have to admit, and I'm going to be honest, he's starting to be an annoying. <laughs> Because Andy will talk about it. But here's the thing. You have two choices, right? In my opinion. You can retire or you can go back to the Packers. Because if you go to the Jets or to the Raiders, well, first of all, the Jets have a uh, you know a defensive coach, even though they got Nathaniel Hackett there. But Nathaniel Hackett is not going to bow down to Rodgers. And if he does... You're doing the same thing LaFleur is doing. So you, you you need somebody who's strong enough to stand up to Rodgers and say, this is the offense we're running. you got to learn it, and let's go, right? And to me, I just – I don't see that. Along with the New York scrutiny, there were some players uh came forward like on ESPN and everything, and they said, like, the first time a New York reporter asked them a tough question and Aaron Rodgers gives them this kind of hippy-yippy stuff, they're going to go, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, answer the question. And that's really hard. And then with the Raiders, with um, McDaniels there, Josh McDaniels, he is one, well, I should say, probably half a season away from getting fired. Because the players, when he was starting to lose, they turned on him. And then he started to win a little bit. And then they were like, oh, okay, maybe we can buy into this. And Devontae Adams, really? I mean, you basically said, I'm leaving the Packers because I want to be a Raider and I want to play with my best friend. And as soon as your best friend gets unfairly booted out, (laughs) and man, I'm telling you, Derek Carr, is if he doesn't light up this season and throw like for 40 touchdowns and 5,000 yards with that huge chip on his shoulder, man. That would be shocking to me. Anyway, and then you go, oh, we can get Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, sure, let's do that. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You had Aaron Rodgers. You could have stayed. 
and we were giving you more money, and you decided to say, I want to play with my best friend who's now gone. I want to play for Josh McDaniels, who, by the way, hasn't really proven anything in his coaching stints. When you knew everything here with the Packers that you could say, hmm, maybe I'll stay for a couple more years. So that's kind of my, a little bit of a rant. But Andy, get into your stuff because I think it's brilliant and very, very funny. So <laughs> talk about Aaron Rodgers. Yep. So uh, John, uh, <laughs> football fans out there, Packers fans, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has emerged from his so-called darkness retreat, Oregon's Sky Cave Retreats. Yes. This was where Aaron spent four days in a hobbit-like structure to decide his NFL's future. Similar to Frodo Baggins <laughs> in The Lord of the Rings, that's maybe a, maybe a stretch, <laughs> he lived in a 300-square-foot room, okay. partially underground, there with basic amenities like lights, there yes, lights, a queen-size bed, a bathroom, and a meditation mat. <sighs> now that he has climbed out of his burrow, Packers fans can only hope he can make a decision like Puxatani Phil can on Groundhog Day. <laughs> a decisive one. Yeah, thank you. Even a cute furry critter made a decision by February 2nd. It's now February 26th. I think that Packers fans are in for at least <laughs> three more weeks of winter weather. I just wish Aaron would give all of us fans an early spring and would make a damn decision this week. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Any thoughts on that rant quick? No, 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 no. I'm that was a rant. I'm, 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 I had to write I'm it out. It was so it was so good. It just started coming to me. It started flowing. Man, I love it. And I just kept going. I love it. I love it. Punxsutawney Phil. Who would have thought we ever brought that up in a football podcast, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but the good news is Aaron Jones. So let's talk about that. Yeah, he took a pay cut. So thank yeah. you, Aaron. He's staying with mm -hmm. us. It's 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 good to have him back in the fold. Yes. Uh, defensive lineman Preston Smith and corner uh, cornerback Jair Alexander both restructured their contracts mm -hmm. to get the Packers under the salary cap. More work, though, yes. will need yeah, to yeah, be done yeah. to restructure a few more current players' contracts yep. to free up even more money for free agents and signing mm -hmm. our 2023 draft class. Correct. So any thoughts on Aaron? <laughs> that's I, You no, already said something I, I earlier about good, him. I think it's a that's good awesome. move. I yeah. think it's a great move. And I'm shocked. Jair he took a $5 million dollar pay cut, John. $5 yeah. million, 16 down to, I think it's 11. So, right. So that, that tells me two things. One, he loves Green Bay and he loves being here, which is great. And I, I know I'm going to sound like I'm talking out both sides of my mouth. I really want him to have the money, and I and I hope, you know, when he's done with Green Bay, and if he decides to go somewhere else down the line, 
someone just gives them an exorbitant amount of money <laughs> that we kind of go, really? You gave 30-year-old whatever Aaron Jones that money? Um, but I, I would love, I would love for him to have it. Um, the biggest shock for me, Andy, is Jair Alexander. I didn't see that happening. I, I he doesn't seem like a guy that's like. Yeah, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> he seems like a guy that's like, give me my money. <laughs> Where my money? Well, the um, funny, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, John. Uh, yeah. Smith Smith, and Alexander, both of them restructured their contracts. Yeah. Um, they're still getting paid. They're just putting it yeah, out a little still, bit farther. Right, still, right, so it right. won't be as much upfront money. Um, they just maneuvered the money to make it work. Uh, so that they could do some of the things that they had to do, but, but still, they're still getting yeah. their money. But no, they're I do understand. Sometimes, sometimes uh, Jair can be a little bit um, selfish, <laughs> difficult, selfish, yeah, selfish, yeah, difficult, so, challenging. But yeah. they're going to have to do more. They got uh, oh, at least, a lot more. Gosh, mm -hmm. probably four or five other players yep. that we had kind of mentioned Bakhtiari. earlier. They're going to Bakhtiari. That's a big it. one do yeah. something he's got to so, do something we'll see what happens yeah. with that hopefully all right hopefully good things Gilbert uh, so brown yeah so former packers defensive tackle gilbert brown got his leg molded <laughs> for the pro football hall of fame they took a mold of his huge leg okay. uh fans can now see just how huge he was up close and in person uh, during his playing days, he uh, tipped the scales at at six foot two and three hundred and forty five pounds, and that was probably a conservative estimate, don't That's you think, true. John? I think he probably yeah. played even heavier than that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Gilbert's uh, career with the Packers lasted ten seasons and was inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame in two thousand eight. Uh, so, John, any fond Gilbert Brown memories that you have for us? Yeah. Yeah. The biggest one is remember they call him the grave digger, which is kind of <laughs> yeah, the grave digger uh, yeah. where he would, you just couldn't move him. I mean, you, you would, you would see, I remember there's a game Tampa Bay and at that time uh, they had Mike Allstott as their fullback. And I don't know who the running back was. I think one of the Barber brothers, but anyway, it doesn't matter. And they were running a like lead lap power play and here comes all stop through there we remember that big all stop man if you don't remember him go back and look at some of his stuff he was all shoulders and no neck and he comes through there and gilbert brown just stood him up <laughs> and whoever the running back comes and just bounces off all stop just falls down gilbert brown like trips or something falls on all stop <laughs> and it's just this like traffic like accident of like whoa i think the guy's dead <laughs> um the other really quick memory is burger king had a burger called the gilbert burger it was only in limited areas and it was something like five patties and like <laughs> it was ridiculous it was like you could eat that burger for a week me or andy but Gilbert Brown would eat like two or three of them. And I was just like, that's not good. <laughs> like that should be really bad for you. But anyway, those are just my memories. Um, he, he had a pretty decent career. 
Uh, and near the end there, you could tell it was just too much for him. But, you know, 10 years, not bad. Yeah, he was a force in the middle. He took up, you know, two linemen. Sometimes yeah. it took three to, to block them and yeah. on the inside. He took up a sure lot is. of space. And he yeah. freed up, uh, you know, uh, Santana Dotson and uh, Reggie White. And who was the last? I can't remember the last, the other end on the other side. Um, Sean Jones? Yes. So, I mean, him taking up those blockers freed up the other mm -hmm. guys to get after the quarterback. And Gilbert yeah. occasionally would get a sack or two, but um, yeah, he was just, he was a great run stopper, a great uh, player for the Packers. Mm -hmm. He had some injury issues here and there, yeah. um, but overall, really, really good player. And he actually was an awesome athlete, John, too. And I yeah. heard some stories like he was really good in track and field. <laughs> Um, I think he was a record holder in the, the shot put or something. And oh, right, 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 right. So yeah. I, you know, he's just actually, you would never know it by looking at him, but he actually was a really good athlete too right. as well. So a key member right. of, uh, you know, the, the Packers success, uh, back in the, uh, what was it the early nineties? Yeah. Early nineties. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. played in Super Bowl 32. That's one of his biggest things. I remember him playing. So. <laughs> so let's wrap it up andy take it away packers fans let's get back to another super bowl that starts yeah. with our front office crushing it in the upcoming draft crush it baby <laughs> that also starts with our future hall of fame quarterback making a decision Ugh, and coming go. back in 2023 that could be our next mini topic right john yes yeah hopefully Sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping on Monday I'll come to work and either you'll text me or I'll see text you or, and they'll be like, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, and we'll just roll with it. Um, yeah. Other, yeah. Yeah, so, this, was, this was really a lot of fun, John. I had a lot of fun with this. Hopefully yeah. the Packers fans enjoyed it as well. And, uh, you know, thanks for joining us, joining John and I, and listening in. Yes, thank you so much, Packer fans. We love you. Uh, make sure you go to PackersBlitz80 at gmail.com and tell me you know, about, about the draft, who you would draft, who you'd like to do. Also, uh, we're on every podcast site, so you can listen to us anywhere you want. And last but certainly not least, we're on YouTube. You do not see our smiling faces yet, but if you can hit subscribe and get some comments in there, we love that. So, Andy, hopefully talk to you soon <laughs> about Rogers. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So have a great one, buddy. Talk to you soon. We hope. We hope. <laughs> Take care, bud. See ya. This is John from Packers Blitz, and I have a great deal for you. We've been using Podbean for months now, and we love it. So you can get a free month of hosting for your podcast. But wait, there's more. We can also throw in $100 of free advertising where you can advertise on Packer Blitz or many other podcasts on Podbean. So like I said, we love it here, Packers Blitz. So all you have to do is go to PackersBlitzPodbean.com. That's PackersBlitzPodbean.com. Click on the special links and you all set and get you up and running. And like I said, Packer Blitz loves it and you'll love it too.